everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the Crypto Coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today we're joined by Ansela. Now, Ansela also goes by the Crypto Auntie. Crypto Auntie, right? Did I say that right? Right. Right. All right. All right. Sometimes I, you know, I've got to add, you know, a little southern southern touch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, great to have you on today, Ansela. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to have a chance to chat with you today. Yeah, awesome. Been looking forward to this one. You and I connected earlier in the year. Um, we've already um, participated in, in an event together, and you kind of share a passion I have. So, uh, before we jump into what you're doing now, all the great things, tell everybody a little bit about your background, and then what 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 kind of attracted you to the space. Okay, absolutely. Once again, thanks for having me. Thanks for being such a great addition to our event in Atlanta on September 23rd. It was amazing. And we'll talk a little bit more about what our focus is during that event. But I'm Ansela Ramsey, of course, affectionately called Crypto Auntie. And one of the people who dubbed me Crypto Auntie said, because Auntie's always looking out. So I embrace that because I am always looking out nice. because I want my, my network to really understand what's happening globally in this space. I got into cryptocurrency um, around 2017, which was a result of having some challenges as an entrepreneur. So of course I was in corporate like most of us. Corporate was not for me. So around 2000, I left corporate and I started my own natural hair care business and international education platform. And I loved it. I loved everything about it. But around 2012, 12 years in, I started to feel a little antsy, like, well, I'd like to do something else. What can I do? I was not interested in going back to corporate. I really didn't want to go to school and start over. So like many of us, I just kept plugging along. You know, I was my, my business was thriving. I was enjoying it. But around 2000, actually in June of 2017, I was uh, styling a client's hair and I had a full blown panic attack. Something that had never happened to me before. I couldn't catch my breath. I felt dizzy. Um, this was a new client and she was really concerned, like, are you okay? So it was just a very uncomfortable and scary situation. So that very night I said, I have to do something else because I didn't realize how trapped I really felt doing something that, although I enjoyed, was just ready to move on to something else. So I was planning a trip to Ghana in a few months and I said, well, I think I'll just shut the business down and, you know, go to Ghana and live my best life and come back and figure it out. And I don't know if that was brave or <laughs> confident, whatever it was, <laughs> I did it. And of course, when I came back from my life-changing trip in Ghana, the bills kept coming. So um, what are we doing? <laughs> I had to have a way. If I wanted this freedom, I had to have a way to finance it. So I did some hustling until I could figure it out, did Uber and, you know, some other side things. I taught some languages online and it was, it was a little bit unnerving not having that steady income, but I, I knew there was a way I could do it. So I started looking into ways to get income without exchanging your hours for dollars. I tried several different things and ultimately the quest led me to cryptocurrency and down the rabbit hole I went, like most of us in the beginning, right? And the more I saw it, I understood it. And I said, well, you know, this is really an important option. So let me just give it a try. And I started understanding more Then I started seeing profits. And I said, okay, I get it. I, I see what's happening. And I started to share with my friends. I had a small office in Maryland. I said, well, four or five girlfriends would come over. We get on Coinbase and we lost money <laughs> and we clicked the wrong buttons, <laughs> all of that fun stuff. But ultimately we could see the potential. Now, fast forward about a year, I said, okay, more people need to understand what's happening. 
and I started offering a, a webinars and summits just online and then ultimately started offering a group coaching program and could see there was interest, but there was just a lot of fear. People were afraid. Mm -hmm. And I get that, you know, no one wants to lose their money, of course. And then with all the negativity in the media, there was just a lot of confusion. So I wanted to make things just clear. I, I don't tell people what to invest in. I don't, you know, that's not my space. My space is to offer mm -hmm. clarity so that people can then make informed decisions on how they want to be involved. Then in 2021, I wrote my first book, Start Your Crypto Journey in Three Simple Steps, layman's terms, easy to follow. People say, yeah, it's, a, it's an easy read. I get it. I'm very non-technical um, because that's one issue I see uh, a lot of the people in the tech space, which I understand, don't have the time or interest to help the non-techies. <laughs> and True. I, I like to be that liaison. I want to, I go to the text and I figure it out and I try to understand it best I can. And I go back to my community and say, hey, check this out and do my best to simplify it. So that's where I am now. Um, we, more recently, we started the All Aboard, just the basics of crypto, blockchain, and Web3, a series based that we do in Atlanta to help people who want to get this understanding. And we're just taking each topic piece by piece because it can be overwhelming. And we spaced it out because it gives people a chance to process what they learn, implement, use the tools that they've received. And because we're very hands-on, we actually walk people through the process and we feel that's much more empowering than just listening to someone and then going home to, to work through it. So Wayne, we were so honored to have him with us on September 23rd for our first port, which was crypto. And we accomplished so much during that four hours we were together. People walked away with crypto, wallets, tools to protect their assets. We celebrated some of our prize winners. So it was a great event and we're looking forward to getting together again on December 2nd when we'll talk about blockchain. Yeah, you know, that's what I really loved about what you did is the fact that you had um, not just a talk, not just people coming in to talk. It was, we're going to do. And, you know, I had a, a mentor of mine for years that would that will always say to know and not to do is not to know. In essence, it's just a fancy way of saying you don't really know what you're doing until you do it. Right. I can read a book on how to fix a, a um, the engine in my vehicle, right? But until I actually get those tools and get in and start doing it, I don't really know how to do it. I just, I have an idea. I have the theories. Um, right. So putting it in, and it really breaks down a lot of barriers because it seems complicated. And that's what I loved about what you do because that's kind of my focus as well. Um, mm -hmm. So it just lines up because we want people to understand that this is not what mainstream media is telling you it is. Uh, it's not just about risky investments. Do some people lose money? Absolutely. But I think there was a lot of people that may have invested in some dot-com startups way back in the day that lost money. And would we say that the dot-com uh, boom was, you know, was a scam? No, absolutely not. You know, there's good actors, there's bad actors everywhere you go. So, uh, and I really love it. Look, I, I've, I've still got my, my set right here um, because you, you, you partner with merch, right? You get all the the stuff together. It's not just, hey, you're going to do this and go home. Um, you've got the tools available for people and you give some of it away, whether it's uh, tangent wallets, seed phrase books, um, different tools to, to help people. So that, that's that's really what we need to see more of. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And we thank, thank Phil too for the support, for you being there, giving the... I, I really like that you give just practical analogies and real life breakdowns of how of things that people can relate to so they can better understand what's going on. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And look, what you, what you said just rings so true. Those, the, the technical people in the space, the developers, the engineers, they're not wanting to slow down and explain it to other people. They all want everybody to use their products, but, and they've built some amazing tech so far, but let's face it, there's two problems. It, it's, it's usability. It's got to be simple and easy, or most people won't do it, right? It, they hit that friction where it's like, okay, this is too hard. I go away. Um, and they're more focused on what they feel people need, right? which is they just think, oh, everybody should just learn. Give you an example. Everybody, everybody should just learn, you know, setting up a wallet can be hard, but people need to learn how to secure and, and manage their seed phrases and just write them down. And, and we don't disagree with that. But at the same time, there also needs to be uh, those liaisons, like you mentioned, they go back and forth not only to share with people how to use this tech now, but also to share with those building tools, you gotta make your tools easier to use. And because if you don't, you're never gonna get where you wanna be. You can sit there and say, you know, if we, you know, if we should imagine if that had been like, you know, during the, the development of the cell phone, which led to the smartphone, if that had just been like, people don't need to text on a screen, they just need to get used to texting using the numbers on a flip phone. Imagine where we'd be, right? right. Because I can so tell you, I've got quite a few people I know. <laughs> right. And I'm sure you got people you know as well that would never, would still have not texted if that was still the process. Very true. So right. Because it's complicated. Right. Or even sending an email. And so we've got to, we've got to mesh the two because so much can come of this um, from this technology. And it's exciting, not just because of what we have today. You know, that is exciting. But it's because um, when you look at technology cycles and you see, the, the creations and the in, inventions and innovation that happens that we didn't even think was possible until that technology was available for people to start building on. And so no different than, you know, before before high-speed internet, imagine if Netflix would have launched, mm. um, which granted, let's, let's say not the Netflix that was delivering CDs by right. mail because that, <laughs> that, that, I mean, DVDs by mail because we realized mm. that was their model. But say their whole model was streaming, which is pretty much... They just ended the DVD thing, actually, what, last week, week before? Right. So now it's strictly streaming. So imagine if that business model would have been put forth 15 years ago. It, it wouldn't have made it, right? right. There, there wasn't the infrastructure available to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, they could have launched it and it would have been just, it was too soon, the victim of their own demise. Um, I don't know if you remember the story of Pets.com. Uh, but pets.com was a, a you know early website that was aimed to sell pet supplies online but mm -hmm. that was before most people were even comfortable putting their credit cards in online and so it was a great concept it was just before its time it's um, infrastructure changed people's habits changed more people adopted the scary thing that was kind of hard at first and it's getting easier to use and then now you see the the boom i think that's what we're going to see in this space because people don't understand Money is just one application that's going to happen on these on these ledgers on this infrastructure, mm -hmm. anywhere where you need to keep track of 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 data or details or ownership on a ledger. That's where the, this technology is going to really thrive. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, let's, I like. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you. Off. I was just going to mention no. too that. Oh, good. Um, go ahead. The crypto piece to me, and I, I guess I'm partial because it was my journey, is just such a great on ramp you know, for yeah. the masses to start to get interested in what all the technology offers. 
So this is kind of why I focus on crypto first and then lead them into the other pieces of the Web3 space. Right. I like that. You know, you didn't just, um, you know, you, you did a, a, a exercise where everybody bought just a little bit of Bitcoin, whatever they're comfortable with. Most people, a few dollars on Cash App. But then you just you didn't have them leave it there. You had them withdraw it because I don't think the process of buying crypto is really as important as understanding self sovereignty and ownership and being able to say, okay, once you move it off of there and you put it into a wallet where you control, nobody can take that from you unless you leak the the details to your account. You know, like leave the key under the doormat. For right. People. <laughs> unless you do that, no one can take it from you um self-sovereignty ownership and i don't think i think people especially those of us in the u.s we underestimate the true impact of that because not saying it doesn't happen here because it does mm -hmm. but it's very it's a lot it's a lot more rare than what we what happens in other countries where people's savings are taken from them overnight mm -hmm. um you know ledgers are changed to where i've got friends that 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 came here um, from Vietnam, they were kids whenever the war started in Vietnam and they, their family migrated to the U.S. and they were very wealthy there. And overnight, all their asset ownerships was transferred over um, mm. to to where they had nothing. And they left and came to the U.S. with nothing. And imagine if you have assets, digital assets that you can access and use no matter where you are in the world. That, that creates so much, um, so much ability, so much potential for people. And it really requires a mindset shift because we're in such a custodial financial system. Mm -hmm. So few people ever really touch their own money. You know, if you're, on, if you're in a job and you get direct deposit, it goes directly to your bank. It ne you never even touch it. You used to at least get a check. Yeah. Now you don't even and get then, that. And then, <laughs> and then auto pay, then it goes directly to the bills, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, exactly. it's just it's just taking care of itself and you don't even know it's there. Mm -hmm. um, and. That's great for us as long as it's working, right? As long as that system's working. Mm -hmm, right. But and we, we've experienced so people, bank outages. Right, yeah, banks have failed over the decades, right? And so to get people to understand, you don't have to entrust an institution with your actual assets. You don't have to, you can control it. So even getting past that point can be challenging because even right. when it comes to investing, so many people, especially in my circle, the extent of their involvement in investing is contributing to their 401k. That's yeah. all they really know. So mm -hmm. a lot of it is just getting to ground zero. You know, let's yeah. let's start over. We're going to start with this piece right here. So, but I love I love it. I love being have, being able to have these conversations with the people who are interested and curious. And so we're going to keep doing that until you know one person at a time. We're going to get everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now. Um, Obviously, I know you want to reach anybody and being at your event, you had a you know a mix of different people from different backgrounds, different age groups. But what's your target? Obviously, you, you want to target certain people. So what's your target uh, for people that you're trying to reach with your message and what you're doing? My target is really women over 40 because I feel like we're completely overlooked uh, in many areas, even from the standpoint, not only of representation, but also connecting to or reaching out to that specific demographic. Um, even though I see a lot of groups that are women-centered, they're still younger women, often. So I feel like women over 40 are in a very precarious situation, most of us, right? We're in, we usually have at least one of five situations. We're preparing for retirement. Many have lost a, a mate 
or ended a relationship long term, so they're kind of un not prepared financially. Many are still raising kids and grandkids. Many have kids in college. And bonus, you're taking care of your parents. <laughs> so you're dealing with a lot. And so financial options um, and understanding even opportunities in blockchain that can ease that tension, that financial tension. So that's why I focus on helping women over 40. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, when I think about it, now that you mention it, I've been I've been going to these crypto events and conferences for years since I think 2018 was my first conference I finally went to. And in the beginning, it was it was mostly, you know, a male dominated space. There was very few women there. And that's changed over the years. But you're right. There's still when you look at the demographics of the women that are there, uh, most of them are, are younger, just starting careers just you know just getting out when really this is something that that everybody needs to learn about and, and the situations you just mentioned or why it's important um, and that's the one thing about this space is it doesn't not the space the technology let's say that the technology mm -hmm. doesn't exclude anybody it's right. inclusive anyone can have access anyone can have understanding but it's it's not uh, it's not it's not autonomous right someone's got to do it someone's got to right. do the work exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you, you mentioned your book, which which is is great. Um, it, it's funny our, our paths are similar. I uh, you know when I first learned about this space, I launched a book, uh, same title as this podcast, from No Crypto to No Crypto. Same concept. It was a short book, basics, just telling people the basics of understanding the technology, understanding the basics of how trading works. You know, because people think uh, that they invest in something and it only goes up. That's the only way it can go. <laughs> And that, you know, market, market cycles, they don't understand market cycles happen. Uh, and those, that's where a lot of misconceptions come investments where people lose money because they buy an asset when it's, there's hype. And then when the market crashes, they'll, they'll sell it and dump it because they think it's going to zero. Mm -hmm. And then when the market recovers, they, they, they've missed out on what's happened. Um, and, you know, another mentor of mine heard me say at one time I was talking about an investment that went bad. And I said, yeah, that was a bad investment. He says, was it really a bad investment or was it just bad timing? He said, did, did anybody make money on those deals? I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, and, and that's what we got to look at. Um, and, and also the volatility scares a lot of people. Yes, I noticed you talked about that. I talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, so also you've, uh, I saw recently, you, you've recently become involved with a school system. Is that correct? Yes, so there's a homeschooling platform. Yes, thank you. There's a homeschooling thank platform based in Canada. And I met the um, founder of the organization at Consensus in this just this year, in April. So in May, his head of um, curriculums reached out to me and we agreed that I would develop a Web3 curriculum for grades six through eight for them to launch on their platform. So I was really excited about that. Uh, it was a lot of work. I had never done it before, but I'm always up for a challenge. Uh -huh. But it was good. It was very enlightening to me. It really helped me boost my confidence and my knowledge. And I submitted that recently and it's been approved. So super excited about that. It's not yet live on their platform, but I'm told I'll be advised when it's live. So that was a, a different experience just because I was in the right place at the right time. He actually came to consensus to make those kinds of connections. So it oh, was okay. great. Yeah, I'm really excited and I'm privileged that they even reached out to me. That's amazing. Um, you know, 
our our our, our kids, you know, the, the the younger generation are going to be the ones that are going to really embrace this technology more and more, because they're not. It's not just going to be a potential investment for them. It's going to be careers. It's going to be they're going to be utilizing this every day. Um, and it, it's it's funny, you know. I've heard, and I don't know if you, if you are you familiar with Andreas Antonopoulos. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so YouTuber talks a lot about Bitcoin, and I followed him for years, especially my first, when I first got into this space. Mm -hmm. And he used to talk about the days when he says, you know, he wants he wants the younger generation kids, you know, to have already interacted with crypto and blockchains for years before they become of age, before they turn 18. And that way, a lot of the things that we just take as that's just the way things are, they're gonna they're gonna realize well why right a, a deposit you deposit into a bank and it takes three to five days to clear why when when a blockchain transaction can settle instantly uh, they're, and they're not even gonna understand business day what do you mean business days I mean you know crypto and blockchain is twenty four seven it works whenever you want to send it it doesn't it's not Monday through Friday nine to five um, so there's so many different things there um, that that they can have they can see. And I think that's amazing because um, a lot of the tech growth is going to happen in the AI and, and blockchain crypto space, Web3. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people think, oh, AI is the hottest thing, and it may be, but those technologies need each other. Um, you need open, transparent, permissionless systems, which is blockchain, mm -hmm. and you know, to, to create quality artificial intelligence tools, because outside of that, you know, any corrupt individual can create an AI tool that's that's kind of biased or, or corrupted based on the creator. So mm -hmm. those technologies are going to go together, and that's going to create so much industry where um, you know jobs are to be had. And, and uh, when you think about it, people misunder or not misunderstand; they underestimate the potential because it's not just the jobs those will create. When those people are working those jobs wherever they're living in the world, they're also contributing to that economy. Right. They're 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 buying, they're, they're, they're selling, they're, they're paying, um, taxes, hopefully not too much. That's a different topic altogether, <laughs> but, you know, but you know, they're, they're contributing to more of the society than just, okay, that created a few jobs in, in that economy, but no, it didn't just create the jobs. It created an economy to where now those people shop more in, in that, in that economy. And that created more, um, restaurants, more, um, shops, more employees, you know, so it's, it's kind of a trickle down effect. Yes, absolutely. And thinking about how the barrier to entry is so minimal, you know, in, in the space, so many people who have not had financial opportunities for so long now can have those opportunities. And with those opportunities yeah. comes even more creativity because they're like, okay, well, if we can do this at this point, if there are more of us or we can have a larger reach or if we can you know offer different options we can even expand on this idea so it really helps people and that's what i see a lot of times in um you know countries outside of the u.s is that they're so much more apt to embrace the technology and see the opportunity as you mentioned earlier because they've been through some of the things that we may not have experienced here mm -hmm. yet so they're always maybe thinking about how can i use this to help my community or my country or what have you so it really um, does open up a lot of doors for a lot of people who didn't have opportunities before. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not restricted by your geographical location. Doesn't matter where you are. 
in the world. A lot of these jobs that are that are going to come about from this can be done remotely. Um, you know, so you can have people that say, okay, um, I want to live here. This is where I'm going to be. I can't travel. I can't live in California, Silicon Valley. So I'll never have a, a good tech job. And now you can live anywhere in the world and do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And also you can get funding and investing from anywhere in the world because now you're able to get on a platform and say, hey, I'm in XYZ country and I have this brilliant idea. Who wants to help me? And anyone else, anyone in the world can offer their assistance. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, in reference to that, I've, I've talked about this quite a bit that so many people didn't have access to financial services and tools to where they may have had some amazing ideas that could have turned into world-changing inventions. And a lot of those ideas, a lot of great ideas end up in the graveyard, buried with the, the mind they were created in uh, because they never come to fruition. That person didn't have the resources to, to bring that to market. And with the tools we have now, they have that potential. It can be brought to market. It can, you know, th these are things that could change the world. And, you know, part of my, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but you know, part of my pessimism and is in the fact that I believe there's been some great inventions that have been suppressed because they would kill certain industries. Oh, absolutely. Um, when those are brought up, brought to light again, or if they never been brought to light before, they won't be able to be suppressed because they will be on censorship resistant systems. You know, whether that's, um, you know, a, a more energy efficient way to, to power vehicles, because let's face it, we know gas is, is, is great for now, but it's not the long-term solution. But we also know these electric cars are not the solution because there's not enough infrastructure to power them. But there's, I'm sure there's there's something out there that could revolutionize that. But it would impact the oil industry. And I've always, I've always said my pessimism with the pharmaceutical industry is there's a lot of customers that are created um, through that. So if there's some great, um, great plant or something somewhere in the world or creation or mixture that someone can come up with, they won't be suppressed by, by big business. Well, you don't even get me on my wellness soapbox. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Me too. You and I talk. It's, it's, uh, it's a different thing because I think my, my, my quest into understanding how doctors operate in the pharmaceutical industry works was before my crypto journey, but it, mm -hmm. it opened me up to the skepticism that, okay, things aren't really as we're told. You know, there we, we need to question more. And that actually led to, I think, my openness to eventually jumping into crypto because most people think, oh, hey, my money works perfectly fine. I can get money out the bank. Everything's great. Um, we're told prices are only going up because greedy CEOs are raising their prices. And I don't, you know, I was never taught inflation. Right. So, uh, you know, we don't question. And when you learn to start questioning things, you realize maybe things aren't aren't as, you know, as we're told. And we need to question more and use more critical thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what's missing in a lot of people and why people will dismiss this without um, diving in is because of critical thinking. Yeah, you know. I agree 100%. I was the same way, just so much stuff was happening with, with people around me and their health and the way they were handling it and what they were told. And for me, I don't, you know, people have the right to do what they're gonna do. It just didn't make sense. There was just no logic to treatments I was hearing about. And even just mentioning the side effects you see on the ads. So if you have yeah. an antidepressant with the side effect of suicidal thoughts, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, but yeah, having that 
that thought process definitely opens you up to other things that you want to question. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, as we wrap up, Ansela, let, let's talk a little bit. Um, you, you gave a great detail about all aboard. But there's some other events coming up with All Aboard. You have more ports coming up soon where people can participate. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So um, our next session will be on December 2nd in Atlanta. So as I mentioned, on September 23rd, we cover crypto. All the basics, people have walked away with a clear understanding. And we're going to keep those people engaged. We actually have a meeting tomorrow evening online that we're going to invite all of our attendees back and just check in with them, see if they're implementing, see if we can't with any challenges. So that's the goal. We want to help people along the way. So our next event will be December 2nd, again, in Atlanta at the Hilton Atlanta Airport. And this time we're going to cover blockchain. Then on January 27th, we will do Web3. And web, the Web3 event is definitely going to be a little more business focused because we want to help our business owners understand how Web3 can help their business. And then on April 4th, I think that's the right date, maybe April 6th, I'm sorry, or just drew a blank. We're gonna have um, Metaverse and AI. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Um, as you mentioned, AI is such a hot topic right now. And um, there are just a lot of opportunities. A lot of things are happening too in the Metaverse that I think a lot of folks aren't aware of. So again, we like to bring awareness and just expose people to what's happening. And so as you join the All Aboard community, you're always welcome to come to our online events because that's our goal is to be, to be that support, to be that go-to for whatever challenges or questions the community will have. So that's what we have lined up. Oh, and, and I almost forgot. So our big year end, because we're starting in September, we're ending in September, we're going on an actual cruise, the crypto cruise, 2024. Nice. Unfortunately, that sold out. I'm sorry. Those cabins went quick. <laughs> wow. But we're looking forward to having a great time on the high seas with our all aboard community. Nice, nice. More people want to go on a cruise than learn about crypto. We're gonna we're gonna flip that, right? Exactly. We're gonna get them on that ship, and they're still gonna learn about crypto. There you go. There you go. Now I'll have the link in the comments here. But can you tell everybody where they can find out more information about All Aboard? Yes. Yeah, so um, the easiest thing to do, honestly, is to go to Crypto Vibes. That's Crypto Vibes with a Z. I guess you guys can hear. That is my link tree. So all the information is there. All of my socials are there. Any events that we're hosting are there. So if you want to connect with me, everything's on the um, the link tree. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. I have a YouTube channel as well. So feel free to follow. You can also send me an email through the link tree. If you have a specific question or you want to connect with me, please feel free to do so anytime. Awesome. Well, you saved me a question. That was going to be my next question. Where to follow you? <laughs> we got that covered. So definitely make sure follow Antela. Learn more about the All Aboard. If you're listening to this and maybe you're not anywhere where you can get to Atlanta, um, look at what she's doing. Maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're you're someone that could pick that up, right? Because we're not in competition. I'm an educator. You're an educator. We're not trying to say, okay, let me let me teach people. You teach people. We want everybody to learn this. So if somebody wants to learn more about what you do or how they can do it in their area, you're open to that as well. Correct? Oh, absolutely. We are open to bringing yeah. the learning experience and it doesn't have to be the four part series. If there's something specific you want to bring to your area, we will work with you happily. Yeah. Awesome. So make sure to, to give it a follow, learn more about the all aboard series. And so I appreciate what you're doing in this space. This has been a passion of mine, why I started this podcast over five years ago, just to really teach people some of the basics and 
knock down some of those misunderstandings, eliminate the fear. Um, and it, it's a big journey. It's a big lift. But um, I think as we connect and join forces with more people, uh, it was great. You know, you and I actually met at Consensus as well, right? right? You had, uh, I think you had seen me on a call that I had done prior, mm -hmm. and then we ran into each other at Consensus. So that was, that was great. And let me just say too, Wayne, I mean, you're such a, a great resource and you're very approachable. I mean, I've been to a lot of events. I've met a lot of people. And as I mentioned, a lot of people aren't really focusing on the newbies. You know, they're not really reaching back. So I appreciate you for that and bring all that you bring with feel because it is such a huge help in, you know, um, bring, moving the cryptocurrency wallet to wallet and making it easier for people. I think that's an invaluable tool. So thank you as well for all that you do. And I'm glad that we connected and we're going to keep doing more things together. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, and you're very welcome. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're uh, we've we've only just begun scratch the surface. Um, we're actually have you know you've been building a network. I've been building building a network of just people out there that want to help move the space forward, help educate people, um, onboard more people. We realize we're not going to get to a space where this technology is really utilized and harnessed the way it should unless we get more people involved. Uh, it can't just be. We can't just have, okay, a new company launches a wallet and they're just trying to take people that were using this wallet. Like, okay, leave MetaMask and come to this wallet. That's that's still an echo chamber. We're not bringing more people into space. we got to focus on what's going to get more people in. Exactly. Awesome. Cool. Ansel, well, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you on today. Um, any final words before we part? Well, I just want to encourage anyone who's watching this who may be very immersed in the Web3 space Pick at least one person that you can help. Just just one. Just say, I'm going to show this person some of the basics and how they can get started. And I think that's a great way for us to see an increase in you know the masses who we want to adopt. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, that's probably some of the best advice I've heard given at the end of one of these podcasts. So definitely take that advice. It's something we should all do. I think sometimes we forget about that, too. I actually had a – there's a friend, friend uh, that you'll probably eventually meet that – um, since probably, I don't know, 2015, 2016, maybe he's been onboarding new, new people to crypto using Dogecoin. Now, you know, Dogecoin got hyped by Elon Musk recently, but he saw it as a way to easily onboard people, send them a little bit of crypto and help them learn, uh, without getting into the whole investment risky thing. So that's, that's a great, you know, great tip as well. Onboard people. If you find something easy to use, share it with somebody else. Exactly. Thank awesome. you so much, Wayne. It's been cool. a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Ansel. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Take care.